0: G'day and welcome to Partake We continue on our series in the book of Acts The Church Begins And today we're talking about power and passion Reading from verse 8 of chapter 1 But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you You'll be witnesses to me in Jerusalem In all Judea and Samaria And to the uttermost parts of the earth Then from verses 12 to 14 Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mountain called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. When they had come in, they went up into the upper room where they were staying, that is Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, Simon the zealot, and Judas the son of James. All these with one accord continued steadfastly in prayer and supplication along with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brothers. And in Acts chapter 2 verses 1 to 2 Now when the day of Pentecost had come they were all with one accord in one place. Suddenly there came from the sky a sound like the rushing of a mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. As we saw last time, Jesus has ascended back to the right hand of the Father. The twelve apostles are now back in Jerusalem, as we have read, and they are waiting. Waiting for the promised Holy Spirit to come. This Holy Spirit who indwells the members of the early church. The Holy Spirit who empowers and transforms them. Remember Peter? Remember how just a few days earlier he had rejected Jesus Christ and had openly defied him by trying to stop Jesus going to the cross. This Peter who we saw was dejected and defeated and powerless. And in these early chapters of the book of Acts, we see Peter and the other disciples transformed. So let's concentrate on Peter as a good example of this transformation. And this is now a new Peter, transformed by the indwelling Holy Spirit, who speaks with the authority Jesus gave all the disciples, and all believers. This Peter, this Peter given impetus by the Holy Spirit, who preaches a sermon, and 3,000 people are added to the church in one day. Acts 2 verse 41 this Peter, this Peter who who went passing by a man who couldn't walk, told him to get up and walk. And he did. Acts to 11 Peter was allowing himself to be controlled by the Holy Spirit and doing some of the things that were synonymous with Jesus' earthly ministry. What is the difference between this Peter and the Peter before Jesus' resurrection? It was only the Holy Spirit and the difference he makes to Peter. Peter, by submitting himself to the authority and power of the Holy Spirit, was allowing the Holy Spirit to control him and guide him. This Peter, who we know from the Gospel accounts, had no self-control, yet now had self-control, because he submitted to the Holy Spirit. The greatest evidence of the Holy Spirit living inside any one of us, is the transformation of the individual into the image of Jesus, as demonstrated here in Peter. This Peter, who not only allowed the Holy Spirit's power to heal people, but also administered church discipline, as in the case, the tragic case, of Ananias and Sapphira, in Acts chapter 5. But it wasn't just Peter who was empowered. As Acts chapter 5 verses 12 to 16 shows us all the disciples, not just the 12 apostles, were filled and controlled by the Holy Spirit and were able to do healings and other signs and wonders. The Holy Spirit living inside and empowering all believers with a passionate service for Jesus Christ and not just the 12 apostles. All of this power delivers their passion for Jesus Christ and making Him and Him alone known. The early church was dynamic and seemed to be exercising the authority of Jesus Christ and this was done by preaching the good news about Him being the long-waited-for Messiah, exercising His authority by submitting themselves to Him and relying totally upon the Holy Spirit alone. This power and passion, however, had a cost. The early church endured persecution from the Jewish authorities who were keen to exercise authoritarian rule. The early church persecuted for being followers of this Jesus Christ and preaching Jesus Christ as the Messiah. What was the result of this persecution? Did persecution stop the church growing? That's for next time. In preparation for that, you might like to read Acts chapter 7 and 8. And so finally remember this. The greatest evidence for the power of the Holy Spirit within you is not by way of signs and wonders and healings or tongues or other miracles. The greatest evidence that you have the Holy Spirit living inside you, controlling you and of you being submitted to Him is your being continually transformed into the very image of Jesus Christ. Transformed by allowing yourself to be so intimate with Jesus Christ that people will notice that you have changed and will ask you, why have you changed? Being filled with the Spirit is allowing yourself to be continually controlled by Him and exercising His will, power and authority. That is one of the reasons the early church grew phenomenally and why the church is still here 2,000 years later. The Pharisees and the Sadducees are long gone. The Roman Empire collapsed. But, but, but Jesus' church still stands, is still growing and expanding, and will one day be joined with Jesus Christ, her head in eternity, to the praise, honor, and glory of Him who will return. Thank you.